Chapter 16 of Irenaeus Against Heresies, Book 3. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anne Boulay. Irenaeus Against Heresies, Book 3. Translated by Alexander Roberts and William H. Rombeau. Chapter 16. Proofs from the Apostolic Writings that Jesus Christ was one and the same, the only begotten Son of God, perfect God, and perfect man. 1. But there are some who say that Jesus was merely a receptacle of Christ, upon whom the Christ, as a dove, descended from above, and that when he had declared the unnameable Father, he entered into the Pleroma in an incomprehensible and invisible manner for that he was not comprehended, not only by men, but not even by those powers and virtues which are in heaven, and that Jesus was the Son, but that Christ was the Father, and the Father of Christ, God. While others say that he merely suffered in outward appearance, being naturally impassable, the Valentinians again maintain that the dispensational Jesus was the same who passed through Mary, upon whom that Savior from the more exalted region descended, who was also termed Pan, because he possessed the names, vocabula, of all those who had produced him, but that this latter shared with him, the dispensational one, his power and his name, so that by his means death was abolished, but the Father was made known by that Savior who had descended from above, whom they do also allege to be himself the receptacle of Christ and of the entire Pleroma, confessing indeed in tongue one christ jesus but being divided in actual opinion for as i have already observed it is the practice of these men to say that there was one christ who was produced by monogenes for the confirmation of the pleroma but that another the saviour was sent forth for the glorification of the father and yet another the dispensational one and whom they represented as having suffered who also bore in himself Christ, that Saviour who returned into the Pleroma. I judge it necessary, therefore, to take into account the entire mind of the apostles regarding our Lord Jesus Christ, and to show that not only did they never hold any such opinions regarding him, but still further, that they announced through the Holy Spirit that those who should teach such doctrines were agents of Satan, sent forth for the purpose of overturning the faith of some, and drawing them away from life. 2. That John knew the one and the same word of God, and that he was the only begotten, and that he became incarnate for our salvation, Jesus Christ our Lord, I have sufficiently proved from the word of John himself. And Matthew, too, recognizing the one and the same Jesus Christ, exhibiting his generation as a man from the virgin, even as God did promise David that he would raise up from the fruit of his body an eternal king, having made the same promise to Abraham a long time previously, saying, The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Then, that he might free our mind from suspicion regarding Joseph, he says, But the birth of Christ was on this wise, when his mother was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then, when Joseph had it in contemplation to put Mary away, since she proved with child, Matthew tells us of the angel of God standing by him and saying, Fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, 
for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now this was done, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is God with us. Clearly signifying that both the promise made to the fathers had been accomplished, that the Son of God was born of a virgin, and that he himself was Christ the Savior whom the prophets had foretold, not, as these men assert, that Jesus was he who was born of Mary, but that Christ was he who descended from above. Matthew might certainly have said, Now the birth of Jesus was on this wise, but the Holy Ghost, foreseeing the corruptors of the truth, and guarding by anticipation against their deceit, says by Matthew, but the birth of Christ was on this wise, and that he is Emmanuel, lest perchance we might consider him as a mere man. For not by the will of the flesh, nor by the will of man, but by the will of God was the word made flesh. And that we should not imagine that Jesus was one, and Christ another, but should know them to be one and the same. 3. Paul, when writing to the Romans, has explained this very point. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, predestinated unto the gospel of God, which he had promised by his prophets in the holy scriptures, concerning his son, who was made to him of the seed of David according to the flesh, who was predestinated the son of God with power through the spirit of holiness, by the resurrection from the dead of our Lord Jesus Christ. And again, writing to the Romans about Israel, he says, Whose are the fathers, and from whom is Christ according to the flesh? who is God over all, blessed forever. And again, in his epistle to the Galatians, he says, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption, plainly indicating one God, who did by the prophets make promise of the Son, and one Jesus Christ our Lord, who was the seed of David according to his birth from Mary, and that Jesus Christ was appointed the Son of God with power, according to the Spirit of holiness, by the resurrection from the dead, as being the first begotten in all the creation, the Son of God being made the Son of man, that through him we may receive the adoption, humanity sustaining and receiving and embracing the Son of God. Wherefore Mark also says, The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophets, knowing one and the same Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was announced by the prophets, who from the fruit of David's body was Emmanuel, the messenger of great counsel of the Father, through whom God caused the dayspring and the just one to arise to the house of David, and raised up for him a horn of salvation, and established a testimony in Jacob, as David says when discoursing on the causes of his birth. And he appointed a law in Israel, that another generation might know him, the children which should be born from these, and they arising shall themselves declare to their children, so that they might set their hope in God, and seek after his commandments. And again the angel said, when bringing good tidings to Mary, He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord shall give unto him the throne of his father David acknowledging that he who is the son of the highest the same is himself also the son of david and david knowing by the spirit the dispensation of the advent of this person 
by which he is supreme over all the living and dead, confessed him as Lord, sitting on the right hand of the Most High Father. 4. But Simeon also, he who had received an intimation from the Holy Ghost that he should not see death, until first he had beheld Christ Jesus, taking him, the first begotten of the Virgin, into his hands, blessed God, and said, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word, because mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles, and the glory of thy people Israel. Confessing thus that the infant whom he was holding in his hands, Jesus, born of Mary, was Christ himself, the Son of God, the light of all, the glory of Israel itself, and the peace and refreshing of those who had fallen asleep. For he was already despoiling men, by removing their ignorance, conferring upon them his own knowledge, and scattering abroad those who recognized him, as Isaiah says, Call his name, quickly spoil, rapidly divide. Now these are the works of Christ. He therefore was himself Christ, whom Simeon carrying in his arms blessed the Most High, on beholding whom the shepherds glorified God, whom John, while yet in his mother's womb, and he, Christ, in that of Mary, recognizing as the Lord, saluted with leaping, whom the Magi, when they had seen, adored, and offered their gifts to him, as I have already stated, and prostrated themselves to the eternal king, departed by another way, not now returning by the way of the Assyrians. For before the child shall have knowledge to cry, father or mother, he shall receive the power of Damascus, and the spoils of Samaria, against the king of the Assyrians, declaring, in a mysterious manner indeed, but emphatically that the Lord did fight with a hidden hand against Amalek. For this cause, too, he suddenly removed those children belonging to the house of David, whose happy lot it was to have been born at that time, that he might send them on before into his kingdom. He, since he himself was an infant, so arranging it that human infants should be martyrs, slain according to the scriptures, for the sake of Christ, who was born in Bethlehem of Judah, in the city of David. 5. Therefore did the Lord also say to his disciples after the resurrection, O thoughtless ones, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken, ought not Christ to have suffered these things, and to enter into his glory? And again does he say to them, These are the words which I spoke unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses, and in the prophets, and in the Psalms concerning me. Then opened he their understanding, that they should understand the scriptures, and said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer, and to rise again from the dead, and that repentance for the remission of sins be preached in his name among all nations. Now this is he who was born of Mary, for he says, The Son of Man must suffer many things, and be rejected, and crucified, and on the third day rise again. The gospel, therefore, knew no other Son of Man but him who was of Mary, who also suffered, and no Christ who flew away from Jesus before the Passion, but him who was born it knew as Jesus Christ the Son of God, and that this same suffered and rose again, as John, the disciple of the Lord, verifies, saying, But these are written, 
that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have eternal life in his name. Foreseeing these blasphemous systems which divide the Lord, as far as lies in their power, saying that he was formed of two different substances. For this reason also he has thus testified to us in his epistle. Little children, it is the last time, and as ye have heard that Antichrist doth come, now have many Antichrists appeared, whereby we know that it is the last time. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they departed, that they might be made manifest that they are not of us. Know ye therefore, that every lie is from without, and is not of the truth. Who is the liar, but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ? This is Antichrist. 6. But inasmuch as all those before mentioned, although they certainly do with their tongue confess one Jesus Christ, make fools of themselves, thinking one thing and saying another. For their hypotheses vary, as I have already shown, alleging, as they do, that one being suffered and was born, and that this was Jesus, but that there was another who descended upon him, and that this was Christ, who also ascended again, and they argue that he who proceeded from the demiurge, or he who was dispensational, or he who sprang from Joseph, was the being subject to suffering. But upon the latter there descended from the invisible and ineffable places the former, whom they assert to be incomprehensible, invisible, and impassable. They thus wander from the truth, because their doctrine departs from him who is truly God, being ignorant that his only begotten word, who is always present with the human race, united to and mingled with his own creation, according to the Father's pleasure, and who became flesh, is himself Jesus Christ our Lord, who did also suffer for us, and rose again on our behalf, and who will come again in the glory of his Father, to raise up all flesh, and for the manifestation of salvation, and to apply the rule of just judgment to all who were made by him. There is therefore, as I have pointed out, one God the Father, and one Christ Jesus, who came by means of the whole dispensational arguments connected with him, and gathered together all things in himself. But in every respect too he is man, the formation of God, and thus he took up man into himself, the invisible becoming visible, the incomprehensible being made comprehensible, the impassable becoming capable of suffering, and the word being made man, thus summing up all things in himself, so that as in supercelestial, spiritual, and invisible things, the word of God is supreme, so also in things visible and corporeal he might possess the supremacy, and taking to himself the preeminence, as well as constituting himself head of the church, he might draw all things to himself at the proper time. 7. With him is nothing incomplete or out of due season, just as with the Father there is nothing incongruous. For all these things were foreknown by the Father, but the Son works them out at the proper time in perfect order and sequence. This was the reason why when Mary was urging him on to perform the wonderful miracle of the wine, and was desirous before the time to partake of the cup of emblematic significance, the Lord, checking her untimely haste, said, Woman, what have I to do with thee? 
mine hour is not yet come waiting for that hour which was foreknown by the father this is also the reason why when men were often desirous to take him it is said no man laid hands upon him for the hour of his being taken was not yet come nor the time of his passion which had been foretold by the father as also says the prophet habakkuk by this thou shalt be known when the years have drawn nigh thou shalt be set forth when the time comes because my soul is disturbed by anger thou shalt remember thy mercy paul also says but when the fullness of time came god sent forth his son by which is made manifest that all things which had been foreknown of the father our lord did accomplish in their order season and hour foreknown and fitting being indeed one and the same but rich and great for he fulfills the bountiful and comprehensive will of his father inasmuch as he is himself the saviour of those who are saved and the lord of those who are under authority and the god of all those things which have been formed the only begotten of the father christ who was announced and the word of god who became incarnate when the fullness of time had come at which the son of god had to become the son of man eight all therefore are outside of the christian dispensation who under pretext of knowledge understand that jesus was one and christ another and the only begotten another from whom again is the word and that the saviour is another whom these disciples of error allege to be a production of those who were made aeons in a state of degeneracy such men are to outward appearance sheep for they appear to be like us by what they say in public repeating the same words as we do but inwardly they are wolves their doctrine is homicidal conjuring up as it does a number of gods and simulating many fathers but lowering and dividing the son of god in many ways these are they against whom the lord has cautioned us beforehand and his disciple in his epistle already mentioned commands us to avoid them when he says for many deceivers are entered into the world who confess not that jesus christ is come in the flesh this is a deceiver and an antichrist take heed to them that ye lose not what ye have wrought and again does he say in the epistle many false prophets are gone out into the world hereby know ye the spirit of god every spirit that confesseth that jesus christ is come in the flesh is of god and every spirit which separates jesus christ is not of god but is of antichrist these words agree with what was said in the gospel that the word was made flesh and dwelt among us wherefore he again exclaims in his epistle every one that believeth that jesus is the christ has been born of god knowing jesus christ to be the one and the same to whom the gates of heaven were opened because of his taking upon him flesh who shall also come in the same flesh in which he suffered revealing the glory of the father nine concurring with these statements paul speaking to the romans declares much more they who receive abundance of grace and righteousness for eternal life shall reign by one christ jesus it follows from this that he knew nothing of that christ who flew away from jesus nor did he of the saviour above whom they hold to be impassable for if in truth the one suffered and the other remained incapable of suffering and the one was born but the other descended upon him who was born and left him again it is not one but two that are shown forth 
but that the apostle did know him as one both who was born and who suffered namely christ jesus he again says in the same epistle know ye not that so many of us as were baptized in christ jesus were baptized in his death that like as christ rose from the dead so should we also walk in newness of life but again showing that christ did suffer and was himself the son of god who died for us and redeemed us with his blood at the time appointed beforehand he says for how is it that christ when we were yet without strength in due time died for the ungodly but god commandeth his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners christ died for us much more than being now justified by his blood we shall be saved from wrath through him for if when we were enemies we were reconciled to god by the death of his son much more being reconciled we shall be saved by his life he declares in the plainest manner that the same being who was laying hold of and underwent suffering and shed his blood for us was both christ and the son of god who did also rise again and was taken up into heaven as he himself paul says but at the same time it is christ that died yea rather that is risen again who is even at the right hand of god and again knowing that christ rising from the dead dieth no more for as himself foreseeing through the spirit the subdivisions of evil teachers with regard to the lord's person and being desirous of cutting away from them all occasions of evil he says what has been already stated and also declares but if the spirit of him that raised up jesus from the dead dwell in you he that raised up christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies this he does not utter to those alone who wish to hear do not err he says to all jesus christ the son of god is one and the same who did by suffering reconcile us to god and rose from the dead who is at the right hand of the father and perfect in all things who when he was buffeted struck not in return who when he suffered threatened not and when he underwent tyranny he prayed his father that he would forgive those who had crucified him for he did himself truly bring in salvation since he is himself the word of god himself the only begotten of the father christ jesus our lord end of book three chapter sixteen